Welcome to Do Not Listen to this podcast. I have one of my favorite people on the planet on today's episode. Why don't you introduce yourself real quick? Hi, I'm Zach, Zach Messler. It's nice to see you, Raj. Yeah, it's good to see you. Um, I like Zach because I've met Zach. I've spent time with him and he, he's definitely one of the smarter people on the planet. Um, okay. And I don't just say that because he agrees with me on a lot of stuff. I say there's there's things we don't agree on, and I still <laughs> it's true. He's smart. So um, why don't you? I want to. I want this to be the episode that people listen. That if they only listen to one episode this year, I want it to be this episode, and I want them to be able to understand, have a better understanding of marketing and a better understanding of sales. Okay. So that's what I want to have happen with this one. So, well, that sounds great to me. Yeah. And so you, you're good at both. I'm okay at both. Um, so between the two of us, I think we can give, we can get them on track. So that's, that, that's really funny and kind. I think you're, I think you're very, very good at both I, for what it's worth. But you have to, you're way better at sales. You're way better at sales than I am. That's for sure. I'm only better at sales because I've been doing it since I was five. And I, and I retired from sales as soon as I possibly could. And once I retired from sales, I made more sales. So uh, that's, the, that's the magic there. So what, let, let's do this. What do you think the biggest marketing mistake people make today is in general? Well, I'm going to answer that question. And then I'm going to actually give myself a real introduction Okay. Other than just high Raj. Yeah. So um, the biggest mistake I believe people make is they're too focused inward. They're not as focused on their audience as they should be. And they, they don't look at the world through the eyes of their audience. Yeah. And it's um, it, of course, of course, we're all selfish beings. No matter no how matter how empathetic you say you are, we're all we all care about it ourselves, and especially when you've founded a company or or you know you built this amazing product, this amazing software, you have this incredible service, you know it can help a lot of people. So what do you do? You talk about it, and that's the exact wrong thing to do. So I know this yeah. because. I spent 20 years in product marketing for enterprise tech, for B2B tech, and I'm not technical at all. Yeah. And I needed to learn how to understand the tech in a way that I could teach salespeople how to talk about it, attract, attract executive buyers. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I would say on all of the marketing projects we've ever done, and we do quite a few. The, the way we get better at them is by working in an industry that we have never worked in before. That makes sense. That makes total sense to me. And the reason is, one, it becomes a challenge for us. We really have to start at the bottom. And B, kind of to your point, it puts us in a position where we are partly the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... Well, yeah. So I, I think when I think when people get I think one of the biggest problems with marketing experts is they don't 
push themselves to be marketing beginners again. Oh, I dig that. Uh, I'm with you there. Yeah. The, the, the thing is marketing experts and, and not so much marketing newbies, but marketing experts or people who have been, who aren't even marketing experts, but have been around for a while. They forget about the foundations. They forget about the basics, those things that make everything else work. And yeah, that's, and that's what I do today. I focus on foundations and messaging and positioning. Yeah, and, and also too, they forget to, like, it's really funny because I'll be in a room and people will be pitching about how they're great at marketing. And I'll go, well, what companies have you worked for? And they'll all be basically small, you know, companies or so maybe some big ones. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And they'll go like, well, what have you worked for? They'll do, you know, you know. Oh gosh. Instead of, well, who have you worked with, right? And, and I'm like, well, name a company, and I'll tell you if I've worked with them, you know. And I do that, and then it drives them nuts. <laughs> um. Because the thing is, I mean, there really, there's very few companies I haven't worked with at some point in time. But I don't care. It doesn't mean anything, you know? Um, and still, I try to not be an expert. So let's talk a little bit about them understanding how the audience thinks. And I, I like the fact how you kind of hone in on this a lot in your content which is they don't care. No, no one gives a crap about you. They don't care about your product. They don't care about your events. They don't care about your awards. They don't care about your clients. They don't care. Right. And Until that, they do, at some point they may. Yeah, that's right. But that's right. I think where people, I think people at its core, all marketing really is, is awareness. I'm thinking about that one. If you don't know, who, if you don't know who this thing is or this company or this person or this entity or this project or whatever, you have to do marketing to get people aware. That's true. That's true. And awareness doesn't necessarily mean that your company becomes a household name. No. Awareness can be in a moment. Awareness can be in a moment. Well, that's yeah, why that's marketing right. and that, sales, that's, that's why marketing and sales work best when they are tied at the hip, when they're close yeah. together. And, and the funny thing is, is that, you know, it, awareness is really kind of the metric to measure by. I mean, if you, if you, if you, if today 10 people became aware of you, that's 10 more people that are aware of you. That's right. Today. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, and then that, that, you know, you constantly have to kind of be growing that. And then, and then it's, then it becomes more complicated. It becomes, okay, well, who are, who are we trying to reach and why are we trying to reach them? And how are we going to, that's where it gets complicated, but um, the awareness has to happen first. That's why I think so many people fall into the trap of, um, of like clickbaity content. They can view the they problem. Can, the, on social media, they confuse views with awareness. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Views are a waste. I mean, you've said this a ton. I learned this from you, and it's yeah. absolutely dead on balls accurate, which is, it, you know, you have people who get these thousands and thousands and thousands of views and never sell a thing. Yeah, and, and, they're, and, they're and you know, yeah, and, and I know I've some of my least popular in terms of views, some of my least popular posts have made me the most money. Oh, well, I will. I can guarantee you this is what people don't understand on social media. And this is across platforms. Uh, a post that does sales organically is going to do less than one that you pay for. Because once the once the platform sees that you're doing sales organically, they want to shut it down because they want you to pay for the ads. So well, that's yeah. interesting. That might that might explain why my traffic is so low these days. It's insane. Well, it depends on what platform you're talking about. But you know, this is uh, you know what a lot of people don't understand, and most people have never been inside any of these organizations. Unfortunately, I have, and most of them have never talked to the head engineers of all of them, and I have, right? Um, there's no. It's everything's being constantly updated. Yeah. So there is no single path, yeah. you know, and what yeah. may become very successful today is going to be useless tomorrow. And that's, that's the thing people miss. Well, the other thing that people miss is that anyone that is telling you what the algorithm is doing is full of crap. <laughs> well, you're, you're absolutely right. My favorite thing, when people start talking about algorithm and I, I, I hid this for a long time, but I was fifth in the Ohio math competition when I was a kid. Um, most people never did very well in algebra and they're talking about, uh, I mean, <laughs> they barely, they maybe got a C in algebra too. Uh, and they're talking about the algorithm. I'm like, I, my, I always ask them, what's the highest level of math you've ever done? You know. How do you feel about calculus being, uh, you know, found out by two people in two different places at, at the same time? How do you feel about that? Oh wait, you don't know. We can't have that conversation. Funny, it's funny. I did. I did okay in in calculus, Mrs. Dunife, Mrs. Dunife's class. I'll tell you, and if you ask me a calculus question today, <laughs> no. <laughs> when I tutored kids in calculus, when I had my tutoring company, um. Almost all of them, the problem with calculus is most of the people that can do calculus can't teach it. They just don't have the social skills to teach it. So at a high school level, you're not going to really get what you need to get, you know, to get it. But yeah, no, I mean, they, they, once they start talking about algorithm, then, you know, it's, it's they've lost their minds. Um, let's, let's get back to audience for a second. So what would be the easiest way? What would be the advice that you would give people to understand how to think like the audience versus think like the person that's trying to pitch the product? Sure. Well, the first thing is just identifying your audience. I don't, I, I think a lot of people don't even take that step, why don't but we really identifying. Why don't, why don't we give them some basics on how to identify the audience? Okay. So presuming you have built your offering with audience audience in mind which i guess you can't really presume but 
it's looking at things not from, you know, you see marketers talk about demographics right. and, and right. It's not looking at it from a demographic perspective. It's what is the first, what is the, the market problem? What's the problem that we are addressing right. with this, with this offering? Thing. What's the, right. what's the, you know, the, the thing, the, I call it product. When right. I say product, I mean a product, a, a service, a, right. whatever, whatever. an idea. So, you know, the, if you're not solving a problem and it's loose, but if you're not solving a problem, you don't really have a product that's going to sell. Now I say product or I say problem. And I say that loosely, like for example, and I used to get this still do get this pushback all the time. Well, if I buy a pack of gum, I don't have a problem. I'm just, I want a pack of gum. And I say, no, well, there's a problem. That's that's you that's the, your problem. You, you didn't, didn't have, have the gum. The gum. You didn't, you didn't have, the, have right. the gum, and you wanted it, and now you have it. That's right. <laughs> it's, there's always a problem. That yeah, that, I think I, I think when it comes from the sales perspective, I think what people don't understand is that the key driver of the vast majority of sales um, is not the salesperson. It's it's uh, emotion or crisis. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, and so it's not the salesperson. Uh, has very little to do with it, actually. Well, I I think that the salesperson can do can kill a deal. Absolutely, can kill a deal. Um, and good salespeople can can win business for sure. But it's it's more uh, my my. Uh, See, you said I'm a I'm a good salesperson. I don't think I'm a good salesperson. No, you are. At all. No, you're, but the, look, you're, but, I'll but I, why, well, let me tell you why I say that. Um, you know, you've successfully grown your 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 business is a marketing business that is difficult to sell. You know, people people have trouble paying other people for ideas. They they conceptually they conceptual so that so that makes you a good salesperson. All right, that's fair. I'll I'll take that. I'll yeah, accept there you that. Go. <laughs> um, um, so getting getting back to your your question. So first, it's what's the market problem that right. we're addressing, and now who are the people that have that problem? That's the first step. Right. Who right. are the people that have that problem? And then it's it's looking at them from a trying to get a a broad view of. What does their what does their world world look like without our product right now with this problem they're having? Mm-hmm. What are what are the impacts of that problem? How are they currently addressing that problem? Um, how do they feel mm-hmm. as a result of having that problem? And then how how would they feel if that problem was no longer a problem? Right. And it's understanding all of those things. And you don't get that from just, you know, reading, you know, doing sleuthing online. It's you have to interact and engage and have conversations. You, you bring you bring up an important point that we on the consulting side. This is why we always tell people to launch earlier, because you will get it will be it will be bad. It will be wrong. It will. But you will get that feedback. loop. You will get that R&D that you need from the customer, not a fantasy customer, people sitting in a room trying to launch something and have everybody buy it. Yeah, that's right. And, and you'll get to those answers. I mean, you, the, the, the things that the ideas that you have about the audience are great baseline ideas, 
But once you start to interact with the audience, you've got to listen to them. Well, yeah. <laughs> and that's well, really, that's, that's, that's the reality of it. And I think that's where people miss it. I think that's where people lose sales. And I think that's where people lose marketing is they're, they like, no, no, I'm still in love with my idea. <laughs> and I don't care that you, that just spent thousands of dollars on my idea. You have a better version of it. I don't like that. That would be a cool exercise to look at products that were originally planned or launched to do one thing, but ended up doing something totally different. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter was an internal communication tool. Huh. That's what it was supposed to be. And then it blew up. That's wild. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's, I think that the thing is, is that, my big tip for everybody is listening. And we don't listen as well as we think we do. You have to get trained to, most people listen waiting to drive their agenda. Oh, totally. You know, we, we, we te I teach this a lot in acting class, right? Because, you know, you're waiting. It's like, well, if you're waiting to say something, you're not listening. You know, That's very true. And Hell, I've done that on this podcast. <laughs> we do it. It's natural. It's it's it's, it's normal, right? It's it, it's it's acceptable behavior, right? But when you know, like we, I used to go through this with a software company where we used to go into the customer service department, and we would take complaints from people. And whenever we released a new version, a beta version, this is where I learned that you just get it out there, right? And um, we would get complaints and the people would say, this is messed up, that's messed up. And, and we go, well, wait, time out. You know it's a beta, right? You know what beta is, right? Yeah, well, and you wanted it first, right? Yeah, and you know that this is part of the process. So if you don't want these problems in the future, don't download the beta. You know, because that's what we're, that's why we're doing this. We're trying to find out, you know, uh, what works and what doesn't work. Um, but yeah, you really do have to listen to the customers. What's your, what's the most surprising thing that's happened to you in your marketing career? Wow. Probably that there, there have been so many people when I was in the corporate world, there were so many people that didn't want to know what the customers thought. Oh, it yeah. was all my opinion. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy that. I mean, for over 20 years, I used to hear that all the time. And it wasn't to until towards the end of that 20 years, probably like three or four years before the end, that I finally had the guts to say, well, you're not the buyer. So mm -hmm. good. <laughs> um, but, but, it happens again and again and again, where you might have a junior level marketer who's come up with a great idea mm -hmm. because maybe they've done the audience interaction right. and research and they understand the buyer and they've come up with this great idea for a campaign and some great messaging to go along with it. And then it gets the kibosh from an executive who says, oh, well, I wouldn't buy that. That's ridiculous. Right. Right. That's and, right. then, and then it dies. Right. And the, the most success that I had in my career was, I mean, and unfortunately it happened really late, but I was at a place where 
I just, uh, it was, it was a fairly toxic environment mm -hmm. and get, I was getting yelled at, which is kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was being told what I needed to do. You need to do this and you need to do that. And I knew it was wrong and I was ready to quit. Mm -hmm. And instead of quitting, well, that's another story, but mm -hmm. instead of quitting, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do what I know is right. And I'm not going to be afraid of whatever happens because what's the worst thing that happens? The worst thing that happens is I'll get fired. Okay. I'm ready to quit. So who cares? Yeah, that's right. And as, and as soon as I started doing that, everything blew up in a positive way. And I yeah. am here doing what I do today because of that decision and because of that experience. Yeah, that's, that, that's very true. I mean, people forget that um, if you don't take risk, you don't get the reward. That's true. You know, and if the marketing project is going to fail, like you said, the worst thing that's going to happen is you get fired. Well, um, I'd say it's funny. I'll say to people when it comes to, to clients, when it comes to social media, oh, I couldn't post that. The worst thing that happens to do try something different on social. The worst thing that happens is literally nothing, like nothing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, the worst thing. Social is really funny because the people that kind of need to be on social media aren't. Oh, who? Like who? What do you mean? I mean, just people that really have really good information and that should would be benefit from sharing it with people. Hmm. They're not on it. They're too afraid to be on it for whatever reason. Um, especially at the, you know, higher executive levels. I mean, they'll hire people to do it for yeah. them. Yeah. But that's, it's funny. I said, well, let me get this straight. You're going to hire people to do your executive CEO whatever page and you're going to talk about authenticity <laughs> oh don't get me started on authenticity what, what kind, of, what kind <laughs> of nonsense is that i i always feel like if if you're saying that you're authentic on now i'm on linkedin right i'm i'm not right. really much anywhere else but if you say you're authentic on linkedin you're not <laughs> yeah i mean the funny thing is is that once you say that you're authentic you've now opened the door to the questioning whether or not you're authentic. It's just ridiculous. It's kind of like expert, right? It's, you can't, yeah. you can't legitimately call your, well, you can legitimately, you can't call yourself an expert and be taken seriously. Yeah. I mean, look, you can, um, experts understand um, that all that means is that I can do something that you can do, but I can do it in a shorter, faster time than you can do it. That's all. And, yeah. And, and, and maybe better and maybe better, too. maybe better, but even, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I saved you this much time of your life. So you're, you got that extra time to go do something else. So back in the day, uh, it's not really back in the day, like four years ago, five years ago, right when I was starting out this business that I have now, I did do some LinkedIn work, right? Uh -huh. I, I rewrote profiles and sure. I wrote a book on it. I wrote a book on it. Right. Uh, and what I would tell people is don't use, we don't want to use expert in our headline. Right. Instead, we want to have people look at our profile and read it and go, damn, this person's an expert. That's how right. you get positioned as an expert. That's exactly not by right. telling people you are. That's right. By showing. Well, what would you want people that listened all the way up to this far of the podcast? What would you want them to take away from the episode? 
hell if I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, the one thing to take away from this episode is don't lose sight of foundations. Right. Don't lose sight of, 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 especially when it comes to, to marketing and, and messaging, don't lose sight of the foundations. Things kind of go awry when you'd think that stuff is too basic. Yeah, I think that's right. And I would just want everybody to, I want to thank everybody that supports the podcast because the donations end up feeding stray cats and dogs. And uh, that's always fun stuff. Oh, and I love that you do that. It's a fun, I get more pleasure out of feeding these little bastard stray animals. It is so fun to watch how scared they are at the beginning and then how not scared they are. You know, like, it's like, I got food for you. I'm not, I don't want to take you home. I'm not, I just want you to get some food. <laughs> and how you have to walk away from them and, and give them space. And it's uh, a lot like uh, customers. That's pretty funny. <laughs> put a little bit of food out there. They're a little scared. Hey, we got, we got donuts and coffee. Come on. That's right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Always great to catch up with you. Yeah, thanks, Raj.